Hello and thanks for tuning in and I am that nerd dad Joe Williamson. I appreciate you stopping by for a 15-20 minute visit. How the hell are you? I uh, I did not address where I am in last week's episode. Um, for those of you who watch on YouTube, I am in a completely different room. And I will address that as part of today's parenting segment of the show. As always, I appreciate you stopping by. You know what I appreciate even more than today's listenership? Tomorrow's listen. So, wherever you're listening to this, there's a subscribe button. Hit subscribe. Tell a friend. Tell them to hit subscribe. Um, and I'm also okay with you telling an enemy. Let's say you hate this show. Recommend this to someone you hate. And tell them, oh, you got to subscribe to this. That'll piss them off. It'll also help me, so... Let's get into it. Jesus fucking Christ. Let's get into it. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. All right. So, where the hell am I? Up until last week, my background has been very plain. I did try to do something with it at one point in time where I had like all kinds of novelty shit behind me, um, but it still just kind of looked like junk. So, uh, we, we being the family, have decided to do a little, uh, I don't want to call it renovating, because renovating is not the right word, but uh, we're moving some shit around. And really, this is a result of um, our two-year-old, two-and-a-half-year-old, kind of growing out of the crib. Uh, eagle-eyed viewers can spot the crib behind me. But uh, it's still there. But he, he's outgrowing it. He loves loves it. Uh, but he's outgrown it. Uh, it's not uncommon for us to find him kind of crammed into a corner with his head and legs smushed up on the sides. Uh, so it's time for him to get into a, a big boy bed. And we we made the decision because my... my, my Five-year-old loves the idea of sleeping with his brother, but we don't think they're ready for that yet. <laughs> um, but they both seem to like the idea of it. So we invested in a bunk bed. And uh, last couple weekends, we've spent building the thing. And uh, as a result, what was my office became the bunk bedroom. My five-year-old is going to transition to the bunk bedroom. My two-year-old is going to transition to the uh, race car bed, which is where my five-year-old was sleeping up until like two nights ago, and now I get the pretty green uh, nursery slash office, and this will remain my office that I don't think I have to share until slash if we decide to have a third. That's still to be determined, but it's not off the table. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about was the uh, the moving of the stuff. Because I think there's some parental lessons here. Um, one is just how different siblings are. Um, and how there's no playbook. Like even though you've even though I've done it once now with the, the five-year-old, um, the two-year-old is so different in personality. The five-year-old couldn't wait to get out of his crib. Climbed out of it the second he could climb. 
and we realized we had to. With him, we actually took off the front of the the, the crib, so it became like a, a a stopover until we moved him to a bigger bed. Um, but the idea of the two-year-old being told he has to sleep in a big boy bed can result in tears. And the two-year-old now is significantly taller than my older one. Um, no, not at, like at the same age. So when my five-year-old was two, comparing heights, my two-year-old is significantly taller. So he could have climbed out of this thing months ago, but he's really comfortable in it. So we're going to kind of force some some change on him. Uh, and uh, that experiment starts tonight. So wish me luck on that front. And the other thing I wanted to talk about, about was uh, building furniture when children are around. And renovating when children are around. Are around because it is a fucking disaster. It is a nightmare scenario um, where you need to lean on friends and family. So for the first weekend where we focused on just like like cleaning and decluttering and, and, and making tough decisions. And unfortunately, uh, in, in my marriage, my wife's parents have both passed on. Um, so she's already gone through the experience of going through a house with your parents' belongings and, and knickknacks that they've carried around uh, and that they kind of lug through life. And the children have to make that decision. The children have to decide to throw out or keep all of mom and dad's belongings. And it is a shitty, shitty decision. Because if you keep it, it's more stuff you don't need. It might live in a box until you die and then you pass it down to the next generation. Or you have to be the person who says... You know that thing mom carried around with her for the last 50 years of her life? Fuck it. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> like It's not a not a good thing. So um, we're both headed towards our 40s. And uh, since she's already gone through that, we're, we were making some of those decisions. Knickknacks from our childhood. And uh, our high school years. And... You know, is our kid really going to, you know, ticket stubs and movie concerts and it's just junk the kid's going to throw out because they're not going to have the sentiment to value. Um, even pictures, pictures are an interesting one because you think, oh, well, they'll want to look at pictures. Yeah, but if you're looking at a picture of someone you don't know and have no emotional attachment to, there's no sentimental value to it. My second or third great aunt Mona, whatever, like, I I don't know this person. You could have showed me a complete stranger, which is essentially what you did, and you said, here's your great aunt Mona. I'm sure she was very nice. Are we throwing out her picture? <laughs> it's just one of those things. So, the first first weekend, we did that. We focused on getting rid of crap. And for that, we had help. Uh, kids went away. Uh, also good to throw away toys and donate toys as much as possible in those moments. 
because kids will hold on to everything. They don't want to give it anything up. So in those moments, you got to take advantage of them. Man, declutter that shit while you can. Second weekend, we decide we're going to put this thing together with them there. Uh, coverage didn't work out the way we wanted to, and we thought it'll be a good experience for the family to do this together. It was not. <laughs> it was not. Um, kids had the attention span of a gnat. And they want to help. Even even worse than not being occupied, uh, they want to help. And I've got tools and drills and heavy equipment and things are organized. And they're organized by number because it's not an Ikea thing, but it's kind of like Ikea-esque. We have to build this shit together. Um and there's dowels and what and can, do you want this do you want this do you want this can i help can i help can i help don't move that don't touch that don't move this don't touch that please 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 uh and you get to the point where you're just saying please over and over again please don't touch that please don't touch it please don't no please i don't need help no up sure. i'll tell you when i need help yep okay please 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 and uh and and daddy uh i got what we call in our house Big feelings, big feelings, big emotions. Um, and I had to put myself in timeout. And the idea of giving myself a timeout came after I snapped uh, a couple weeks ago. And I just let the kids have it. Oh, did I, did I, oh, I yelled. Um, I don't even remember what I was upset about. I think I had had a bad day and, I, you know, we're human, as, I, as I've said. Uh, and I let the kids have it, and uh, I felt bad afterwards. I knew I, I knew I knew I lost my cool, and uh, I said to my wife after, "I'm like, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have. Like, it's my bad. Like, I should have walked away from the situation." Um, and I think I jokingly said, "I should have given myself a timeout." And uh, and we talked about it, and it was actually the plan was the next time. That uh, I thought I was going to kind of snap on the kids. I was going to announce that daddy's going to give himself a timeout. Uh, daddy's having some big feelings. And he needs a few minutes to, to calm down. And I'm going to set the example of it's okay to be frustrated. But you're not going to take it out on other people. It's okay to walk away from the situation and, and calm down. Uh regular listeners know I have my own battles with mental health and I'm sure this is just an extension of it um it's very likely my kids one or both will have uh some struggle with mental health so being able to set the example now will help them down the road so when I reach that point of I'm gonna murder my family while building a bunk bed I announced daddy's taking a timeout. Daddy's having some big feelings right now. And uh, I'm going to step away. Went to my room. Uh, took a few deep breaths. Calmed down. Drank some water. I spent five minutes just kind of calming down. Um, and putting myself into perspective. They're just trying to help their kids, blah, 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 blah. Came back to the situation and uh, and finished it out. And that, being able to, like, not only 
acknowledge but execute it was big um, for the whole family. One for me, I, I'll take, you know, I felt good about this situation um, and that I handled it. Because sometimes we do stuff as parents where we regret it, but I think we should also acknowledge when we do something well. And we're like, yeah, that was good. I, I, I nailed that moment as a parent. Um, and I did. I nailed that moment. I set the example. My kids came, when I came back, the kids were happy because, Daddy, you okay? And we just kept playing and building it and everything was back to normal. And my wife saw that I made the effort. And it wasn't just, you know, I wasn't just blowing smoke up her ass the last time I snapped and I said, I feel bad. I shouldn't have done that. Uh, so growth. And, and that's a reoccurring theme on the show. As I talk about mental health or I talk about educating yourself or I talk about learning and growing, it's growth. I believe in personal growth because otherwise life is very boring. Um, and it's redundant and, and you can't get comfortable. So, um, we're only here for a short period of time, maybe a medium or long, short, a long period of time if we're lucky, but you might as well be trying to make yourself and your world better the whole time you're here. Otherwise you're just miserable. Time for shit you may have missed. We're going to start with Facebook. Facebook. Last week I talked about Facebook. I'm going to make this image a little bit smaller. Uh, last week I talked about Facebook. And it was uh, about how some dicey shit went on there. Because uh, a whistleblower came out and was like, hey, it's actually kind of evil. And everyone went, yeah, we know it's kind of evil. But, uh. Where else am I going to learn about taking horse paste to cure my coronavirus? Um, so they went right back to business as usual. Except, it seems that Facebook is going to change their name. No word on what, but it seems awfully convenient that they go through all this bullshit. And now they're thinking, eh, maybe it's time to change the name. And on the image here, you'll see it says, it's got the Facebook logo, and above it, it says Metaverse. Now, the idea of the Metaverse is basically a digital virtual reality. So they've already got WhatsApp, Instagram, and Facebook. And I'm going to guess if you're listening to this, you're on all three platforms. At least two out of three. This is their way of getting you to spend more time there. And more money there. So they're going to create this virtual reality. And Facebook will just be a cog in that. Um, I think Google has done this really well. Now, Google is owned by a company called, I think, Alphabet Inc. And Google's just a cog in that wheel. But their hands are in everything. Amazon's similar. Amazon Web Services are running everything of note. But you don't know you're dealing with an Amazon product or, or a company who's working closely with Amazon. But their fingerprints are on everything. So Facebook's going to go for a rebrand and they're going to get their fingers everywhere 
and they're just going to try and clean up that image a little bit. Don't fall for it. Continue to read. Continue to follow it. Visit my Facebook page. <laughs> at that nerd dad. More social media news. Trump. Oh, I haven't said that name in a long time because he's become basically irrelevant. Uh, Trump announced uh, he's he's launching his own social media site called Truth. Truth Socials. Yeah, it's Twitter. He's he's creating Twitter. Uh, it's a place where people can share their truths or tweets. And you can share truths or retweets. And uh, this is just going to be an unmitigated disaster. Look, um, Parler was supposed to be the anti-Twitter. And after January 6th, Parler's numbers spiked and petered off. The trouble with uh, these vacuums of far-right social media is there's not enough of them to sustain it. We often hear things like, oh, the silent majority, the quiet majority. It's true. This small percentage of the pie makes a shit ton of noise. So they make it seem like they are huge and rallies and yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not. The actual numbers are super small. Um, and they're just going to talk to themselves in a vacuum. Inevitably, that gets boring because there's no conflict and these jackasses love conflict. So um, I give it less than six months. Also, the hackers are going to be all over this goddamn thing and make it a living hell for Trump and his cronies because there's no way Trump's going to be able to recruit top digital servicing talent. Uh, it'll be, you know, Eric and Don Jr. watching YouTube videos on how to stop hackers and they're going to end up watching, you know, The Wire. But it won't be... They'll be thinking they're watching like some high tech documentary, but just it's people wire, and they'll end up watching HBO. It's gonna be a train wreck. Stay tuned for that. Speaking of MAGA and train wrecks, Kanye West, Kanye West, legally changed his name to Ye. I don't care. Didn't we do this already? Didn't Puff Daddy do this? Sean Combs. P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, Diddy. I think I'm missing one in the middle. This has been done before. Uh, the reason why it's interesting is because it's Kanye West and he's... I almost said he's a crazy person. But he actually needs mental help. So I'm not going to... It's easy for me. It's easier to, you know... I don't want to punch down at someone who actually probably has a disability and needs proper help. Uh, but... He wanted it. Good for him. I'm going to move on to a, a real evil person. Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mel Gibson made the news this week. Um, for some reason, he's been cast as one of the leads in the upcoming John Wick spinoff series, The Continental. 
Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with this whole concept, the Continental is the hotel that is basically a safe haven for hitmen in the John Wick universe. It is a very cool premise that they don't allow, allow fights within the Continental, that they this is where deals get done and... And it's, you know, it's like a bookkeeping and it's, it's really a kind of a fascinating idea. And one of the reasons why it made such a, an interesting concept for a spinoff show. The trouble is they cast one of the worst people in Hollywood as one of its leads. Uh, I was looking forward to this and I probably won't watch it now. I, I just... I can't. The, the decision making baffles me. You have a beloved franchise with one of Hollywood's most well liked individuals in uh, Keanu Reeves, and you go and cast this asshole for it. Like, I just. Does it make sense? And yes, there'll be digital, there'll be a backlash online, and maybe he ends up losing his job. Uh, but why are we still hiring this guy? How is this getting by multiple people? Mel Gibson is a decent actor. Charming as shit in movies. And if this was 15, 20 years ago, I probably would have been, I probably would have enjoyed this or been excited by this news. But uh, now I'm like, why, 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 why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? All right, that's it. That's the show. 20 minutes. We're at 21 minutes, almost 22. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Please tell a friend. Please tell a family member. Hit me up on YouTube at that nerd dad. Hit me up on all my socials at that nerd dad or at that nerd dad podcast in case uh, I use that as my backup just in case because Instagram fucked me. Um, I still don't know what I did wrong. I still can't follow people from my primary account. Bastards. Was supposed to have a, a guest this week, but uh, schedules didn't line up, and uh, I'm playing with the audio tech a little bit. Um, but interviews are coming back, hopefully next week. I'll, I'm going to drop it as a separate thing, though. I still want to keep the, inter- the episodes 20 minutes long. You might just see an additional upload or two. So it's important you subscribe and hit the bell. So that way you see all my new stuff. Want to thank DeanBlundell.com, of course, for hosting me and getting me off the ground. DeanBlundell.com, Canada's number one podcast network. Blue microphones. See that? See how my see my headset? Blue. Bl- blue. See my mic? Blue. Blue. That's very nice. It says blue right on it beautiful god it makes me feel makes me feel like a pro blue microphones and now my kid telling you to thank you and thank you from me thank you do 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 there it is there okay bye thanks for listening are you listening damn Uh. 
Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer. Such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster and not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100% because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.